You are beautiful. You are worthy. Your dreams were put on your heart for a reason. No matter what anyone else might think of you for following them. So stand up, stand tall, and stand proud. You were made to shine. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday. Um, you guys, I'm in front of my heater again. I've been freezing. I've been so freaking freezing. I don't know what is up. I think my body temperature um, has been a little off. Anyways, it's President's Day, so I have the day off of corporate work, which is great. I'm getting so much done. I... Um, Fifth book is coming along swimmingly. I've had so many ideas that I've just been putting in my reminders because I haven't had time to give them the the capacity that I feel like God really wants me to to kind of further indulge in what I want to write about in them. And um, and then I wasn't even planning on podcasting today, but I just kind of got a little message on my heart that I felt. I felt somewhat of a nudge to get on here about. And today's message is going to be about closure. It's going to be about closure. I feel as if, you know, a lot of us during the pandemic, we lost things. We lost, I mean, everyone did. You you lost um, your graduation. You lost a job. You lost a business. You lost an opportunity. You lost a relationship. You lost a friendship. You lost the idea of how your life was going to go. I mean, I was, I was in college. I was a senior. The pandemic happened. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, fork in the road. I'm not going to graduate. I'm not going to get my fun little senior picnic pictures with with my roommates and and all that stuff and I and I'm not gonna go I was gonna go work in DC right like I, I was looking at apartments in DC I was gonna go work in DC I was it was it was all gonna be planned and then COVID happened and I was living at home with my parents and if you for those of you who are in college you can relate you know how weird it is being in college and then going back home and and having to tell someone like what you're doing like yeah I'm going out no I don't know what time I'll be back I mean granted I didn't do this a lot um but I mean you know during the summers it was just like yeah I'm gonna go hang out with my friends no I don't know what time I'm gonna be home oh but yeah I guess I have to let you know because I'm back at home even though in college like you you didn't really let anyone know you know what I mean it's just it's a different it's a different rhythm and so here I am I was going to be, I was about to graduate school and, and all of a sudden it just, things changed and I was back at home and it was weird. And then I was working from home for about a year and a half. And that was weird because I was this adult making an adult income, but I was still sleeping right next to the room where my parents were. And I was back in my hometown where all my high school friends were. And it felt like college didn't happen. And all of a sudden all of these, you know, what I thought was going to happen, it never did. And I just realized, wow, like this word closure really has been just hitting me because I'm beginning to understand that more often than not in life, the closure that we want 
is not the closure that we're going to have. And the encouraging thing about that is that the closure we want is not the closure that we need. Whether we realize that or not, I'm going to say it again. The closure that we want is not necessarily the closure that we need. But that doesn't make it hurt any less. So this past fall, I was, my my college had homecoming and I did not go. I did not go. I, um... I was out of town. I was in Lafayette, Louisiana, but I didn't want to go. And the reason I didn't want to go, and some of you might think I'm crazy because you're like, what? You didn't even have a college graduation. This is the first time you're going to be back on campus. Like, wouldn't you want to go? I'm sure people were dying to go. For me, I didn't want to go because I was so scared to go. Because the last time I was on campus, I was moving my stuff out thinking I was going to be back in two weeks. Because that's how they positioned it as. And I realized I wasn't ready to go back to the place where my life looked so different. So different about two years ago. I wasn't ready to, to see it again. Because I guess in my mind, I thought if I don't go back there, it didn't really end. If I don't go back there, I don't really have to face the this the disappointment that I associate with that place. And when I say disappointment, I don't mean that my college experience was this huge disappointing thing, but I do mean like, for example, the relationships that didn't work out, the friendships that didn't work out, the dreams I had as a college student that, that didn't work out. And I wasn't ready to go back and have to face those things as if they actually happened, which they did. They happened. But I wasn't ready to see it and feel it. And so I didn't go. A lot of us will have things in our life that we go through, whether it's, you know, a divorce, a breakup, a friendship that just did not work out, Um, a job that just let you go, you know, having to leave your college early because of the pandemic. We'll have things in our life that just, they gut punched us. Like it just hurt. And the closure that we want is not going to be the closure that we're going to get. I remember, and I've told this story before, but I had a friend, my best, best, best friend for about the first semester of college. We did everything together. We were like butt buddies, right? Like we just, that sounded weird. I just meant like we we were always together. Like, I mean, we did everything together. And we had a falling out. Have not spoken to this day. And I remember for about the first year after that, I would see her on campus and I would just think, man, like, I just, I really just want to hear from her. Like, what happened? 
And I want to hear from her if she misses being my friend. And I want to hear from her if if she still thinks about our friendship. Like, because I thought about our friendship. And if if if, if I want to hear from her, like, when, we, when that song comes on that we used to dance our heads off to and we would have so much fun and eat ice cream to and not like if she she thinks about me too like I wanted to I wanted closure in that friendship in that way but I began to realize that even though that was the closure that I wanted that was not the closure that I was going to get we we didn't and we were not going to have that conversation And so I had to begin to understand and absorb and realize and actualize that that closure is not an external conversation. Closure is not having that conversation with that person and being like, do you still think about me too? Do you ever miss me? Did did you hurt the way that I hurt? Did... Did it sting for a while? Like, did I mean anything to you? Whether it's a friend, a a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a a ex-husband, an ex-wife, a a job, right? Like, you put so much into the job and they just let you go. And it's like, are all the contributions that I made, like, all those Monday morning meetings where we all used my idea, like, did it just mean nothing? Like, did I just mean nothing to this organization? And what I had to begin to understand and what I have had to understand, because I remember um, like in my life, I've had relationships. I've had three serious relationships thus far in my life. And and in each of them, you know, it's like understanding when you break up, you become strangers with that person. You don't, at least in my case, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in staying good friends with your, your ex. I just don't, I just don't think that that's good boundary practicing but I'm just saying that for me that's the case like you become strangers with that person and it's having to understand that closure closure in every form and every variety it doesn't even though you might want that conversation you might want to hear from them how much you meant to them and how much they hurt and how much they miss your your ideas in the Monday morning meeting with the rest of the team at the job or or how much they miss going to that restaurant and they used to go to that restaurant with you or that song that used to play and y'all would dance together like me and my friend did that we're no longer friends anymore you know what I mean it's like closure doesn't come from those conversations You can have those conversations if you want. I'm not bashing them. But I'm trying to tell you, I don't care if you have the longest, deepest, most amazing conversation like that with your ex-friend, partner, job, boss, whoever. I promise you, you're still not going to feel that thing that you think you're going to feel when you go out to seek that conversation. Because closure is not an outside job. Closure, the the door to closure, it swings inward. What does that mean? That means it is an inside job. Closure sometimes looks like understanding. It's not going to make sense on the outside. You're never going to know if you meant anything to that company, to that person, to that friend, you, to that team. Like you're never going to know. I remember when I, when I quit the tennis team, my, um, the, I finished out my junior year of tennis, but then I quit and I was going to go to the, and I switched to cross country for my senior year. And I remember that senior year, like, oh, I was so upset. I mean, 
uh, one of the girls I was friends with on the tennis team had this big birthday party and she didn't invite me. And that was the very beginning of the year. It was like, I'm pretty sure the first week of school. And I just all of a sudden began to understand like, oh, because I'm not on the team anymore, does that mean we're not friends? And for me, I was really upset by that. And I had to begin to understand that, you know, even though I had all these questions, like all those things I did on the tennis team, all those times I cheered everyone on because I didn't really play that much. All those, all those raps that I created to hype people up, like did they mean nothing? Of course, those are the thoughts I was thinking. And I had to begin to understand that even though I wasn't going to have those conversations. I wasn't going to get those answers. I could still experience closure because closure is an internal, it's an internal job. And I saw a quote that I freaking loved and I want to read it to you guys. I have no idea who who wrote this. It comes from Thriving Sisters. I love Thriving Sisters. That's awesome. Thrivingsisters.com. But it says closure comes to us from within. I'm going to say that again. Closure comes to us from within. It comes when we accept that letting go and moving forward is more important than remaining stuck in a situation that is no longer us. With a person that is no longer us. What does that mean? It means that closure comes from understanding that Whatever past experience you have that you're trying to get closure from, that was a different you. That was a different you. And so you can move forward knowing you are becoming, you are changing, you are growing and giving yourself grace to forgive whatever it is that you need to forgive within yourself or another person or a job or whatever. And that it is, it is a stepping stone to this new becoming of yourself. And though it was a part of your story, it's not the end of your story. It's also not the defining moment of your story. Was it important? Yes. Did it mean something? Maybe. I don't know your story, but the things I'm thinking about, yes. Did, did it, was it, was it beautiful? And was it, was it growth oriented? And was it essential? Yes. And God can use it, but it's not the end. And sometimes I think we get so stuck ruminating on that chapter, we're missing out on the rest of our story because we're waiting for this thing we call closure. We're waiting for this conversation to be had. We're waiting for these answers that quite frankly, we don't need to get closure. You might think you need to know how much you meant to that person or how much they hurt after the breakup or the friend breaking or or them letting you go of your company. You might think that you need that to move on, but you don't. And I encourage you to offer the pers- or to accept the perspective that maybe getting those answers might even prolong your hurting. If you really knew how much you meant to that person, if you really knew how much that person hurt, it might stop you from moving on. So the fact that you aren't going to get that conversation, aren't going to get that revelation is potentially intentional by God. So you can continue to move forth. Something that's very powerful is that 
and an, a, a kind of a perspective I've been taking is like asking myself, is this real? Is this real? In any healing I've had from the past year, six months, whatever, of something that's hurt me, like maybe I've left a company and it wasn't on, you know, some people it wasn't with great terms or, or a relationship or a friendship. And it's like in the healing process, I have a very vivid imagination, which is great for book writing and it is great for ideas like starting a podcast and it is great for planning events for my team and my nutrition business. However, it can also be a big kick in the butt because I will, my mind is so imaginative, I will literally ruminate on things that did not happen, like that are not real life. Like I will ruminate on this imaginary scenario of this, um, of let's say, okay, let's just use the friend example, like a friend that, that we're no longer friends anymore. I will ruminate on an imaginary scenario of them being like, Annie, I miss our friendship. Annie, I miss this about our friendship and like telling me these things and like that never happened. Right. And it's just like these imaginary scenarios I play over and over and over again in my mind. And so what have I, I've had to do is I've had to ask myself is, okay, did this happen? Is this real? Did this person actually say these things to me? No. Okay, great. Move on. Like you have to accept what is not what is in your mind, not what you think, not what you, what you wish to happen. You have to accept what is, what is living, breathing in a reality. That is the only way to move forward. That is the key ingredient to closure is accepting what is. I'm not saying suppress your emotions. I'm not saying don't feel what you wish was reality. I am saying when you ruminate on something, when you think about something, you've got to let the the foundation of it be what is real because that's huge. We spend most of our life worrying about and ruminating on things that never happened and that never will happen. A lot of times people prolong their healing in a breakup because they're ruminating on this idea that that girl is going to come back and fight for them or that that guy is going to come back and say he made a mistake. And all that is doing is prolonging your, your healing because that's not what is happening. That's not what's real. And so with, with closure, it's accepting what, what is, what is real. And when you're thinking about that, it can be a little daunting and a little disappointing because, you know, if we're talking about closure here, obviously there was some sort of breaking and that can be painful. But what's also real is knowing that God let it slip through his hands, which means he's going to use it which means it will be used for something good. And you might not understand it now, but one day you will. And you will look back on this moment. You will look back on the sleepless nights. You will look back on the sweat-filled, anxiety-ridden nights and in your bed, in the mornings, and the whatever. And you will look back on this time and you will say, I didn't get it then, but I understand it now. And closure is not an external conversation. It is an internal understanding. It is an internal surrender. Ooh, I like that. Closure is an internal surrender. It is an internal surrender to God saying, you know what? I don't know why it happened. I don't know why it's happening like this. I feel hurt. I feel upset. But I don't need to hear these answers to my questions from them 
in order to move on. I can move on here. I can move on now. And some of you right now, I don't know who this is for. I feel it in my spirit. And so I'm going to say it, whoever you are listening to this, you need to move on and you need to close the door. And you need to understand that even though that thing was good at one point and was fruitful at one point, it was a season in your life. And if you kept holding on to that thing that was dying, you were not going to be able to grasp this new thing God is trying to bring into your life that bears so much fruit. So I need you to hear me. It is time to move on. It is time to let go. It is time to understand that closure doesn't come from an external conversation. It doesn't come from external validation. It doesn't come from signs or or anything outside of us. It comes from a surrender inside of us that whatever happened, it happened. Whatever it is, it is. Whatever is real, is real. And so knowing that and standing in that, you lift your arms up and your hands open and you say, God, here I am. You can have it all. You can have my life. I don't know if what happened was a mistake, if it was the best thing for me. I don't know, but that's why You're my God because I am human and I am finite and I make mistakes and I don't know all the answers, but I know that nothing slips through your hands that you're not going to use for good because you use all things for good and for those who love them according to your purpose for me. And so with that, I can move on. With that, I can experience closure. With that, I can understand that was a season of my life that is not the entirety of my life. And I can move on stronger, better, and bigger for it. Not because of me, but because of God, you working in me and your ability to work in this and through this. Okay? So much good. So much good can come from the surrender, the surrender within to needing this thing society says you need called closure. Closure is an internal surrender, not an external conversation. And I'm here to tell you from someone who once believed she needed all those answers. She needed someone to tell her all of those things. Did I mean anything to you? Did this hurt you like it hurt me? From someone who used to need those things and asked for them. That's not where closure lies. And every time I've done that in the past, it's prolonged my ability to move forward. And so move forward one step, one step at a time, one release of the hand at, the, at a time. I know it's hard and I know it's heavy. But it's necessary. And you don't have to rely on your strength to do it. I am sending y'all so much love.